said you're listening to part three with Ed and Sean. It's Geeksters. And welcome to episode 178, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. How you doing, all? <laughs> welcome back to the program. Yeah. Here we bring you the latest and greatest nerd news brought to you by Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you give a piece of the people just a little so so of of what you have upcoming in this in this part of the show? Well, we have a couple of Star Trek episodes. And uh, episodes, no, yeah, uh, articles, the, the articles. Sorry, and there's no Star Wars news this week again. Wow. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, falling flat there a little bit. There's <laughs> the Star Wars news. There's nothing been too too interesting to uh, pass on to you folks. Yeah, not yet. I think everyone's still kind of. It's like the um, Star Wars Episode Seven was like, whoa, yes. this is awesome. And then last week they did the the teaser of they just started filming. Like they had that video of uh, the Rogue director. One, yeah, yeah going, no, the director going, and that's a wrap on ep- day one on Episode Eight. That's right, Episode Eight. Yes. And you're like, now it's kind of like the morning after. You all got hangovers, and you all got a headache, and you're going, I can't believe I, I went through all that. That's all. Oh my God, it was awesome, but oh, I need a break. Like, I can't. <laughs> like, I, I can't go out with you guys for at least six months because <laughs> that was tough. Now, I am posting, actually posting articles about Star Wars right. on, on our Facebook page, and I'm not bringing to Nerd News. Um, you know what? There was a news, a news article that you, I'm surprised you didn't bring to the show uh, about Jonathan Frakes. Oh yeah, I uh, posted that on our on our Facebook page. Like I didn't read the article, so why don't you give me a, a synopsis of? Uh, he's going to play the father in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? Not the movie. Huh? There's a TV show. Oh, the Guardians. cartoon. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so that's why it's like oh. it was. Is it I, when the I saw that? I was <laughs> sucking me in, Ed. Exactly. That's what the article did to me. I'm like, oh my god, really? Because I was like, I thought it was Kurt uh, Russell. Kurt Russell. And then and then I, I I clicked on it just to read it just to make sure uh-huh. and I was like oh <laughs> like it's still interesting but not you know like you had me like oh no way good for him I mean he's probably gonna have to do a little couple working out because he's got you know since he does more directing he's let himself go he's not the will the striking hunk of a man of Will Riker that he was in Star Trek Generations yeah next generation yeah he's kind of like more like the pudgy uncle that you know was like. <laughs> Yeah, I piloted a starship once. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got some good times. Remember, the, I can tell you the time we went back in time. Man, that was great. <laughs> uh, Troy, man, you should see her when she's wasted. Hysterical. <laughs> you know? And, and, you know? He's not the um, Will Riker. You yeah. know? <laughs> it's more like, oh, man. Can you get me more ham? I, when he was on Next Generation, because I'm watching now, BBC America still airs the. Ah, uh, oh, You're welcome. They're still showing BBC America. They're showing Next Generation yeah. on television, and I, the more I watch it, the more I'm like, he's kind of like the John Wayne of Next Generation. Uh-huh. The way he walks, that that that's that, that swagger, that swagger walk. He does the kick over the seat, you know, the, the breaker <laughs> maneuver, the maneuver, you know, kind of thing. I'm <coughs> like, that's kind of like a John Wayne esque, you know, kind of thing. He's I mean, a space he's, cowboy. I, yeah, and it's like it's neat, you know, but it's just like. Yeah, I don't think you could do that. Now. Yeah, <laughs> like, he couldn't. I mean, he's a brilliant director. I love yeah. his directing. As a, as a fan of Leverage, and I've seen, you know, he's directed a lot of those episodes. 
episodes of Castle. I'm like, everyone, every time he directs an episode, I know it's going to be a fun fun episode. So, like, him being a voice, good for him. Yes. You know? All right. So, anyway. Uh, sit back, relax, enjoy the news, and I'll let you know a little, a little pre-bonus material. Ed brings an article that we get to test out that we'll talk about at the end of the show. Oh, yeah. That's right. All right. So, sit back, relax. We'll see you at the end. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. All right, Ed, it what do you got time for this nerd time news? for nerd news? All right, this one, this first one I had to bring to light because... It's Star Wars? No, it's not Star Wars. What? Okay, what is it? I don't know if I have any Star Wars this week, but oh. anyway, I oh. might. I don't know. I, I don't remember all my stories here. Uh, Batman v. Verf... Batman, Batman v. v Superman to get an R-rated Ultimate Edition Blu-ray release. <laughs> it's our first story. And it starts, folks. <laughs> you know what? I'm... This is the downfall, I think, of our movie-watching ability in terms of movies. Well, okay, let's, let's, let's take a moment to pat ourselves on the back because we did kind of call this. Yes. Um, I do think that this is – I mean, okay – in all fairness, when the Avengers first were hitting theaters, like you have to give your movie to the MPAA. They they determine the rating that the movie will get. Right. The sweet spot obviously is a PG thirteen because that gives the widest audience the most people exactly. to get their ass in the yep. seats. So when you have a two, I think the budget for this movie is two hundred and fifty million dollars. You kind of want to make sure the seats are packed. Right. So you go for that PG thirteen rating. But you do a cut, and then the MPA goes, okay. And you've heard it a million times. Like when a movie gets um, an, an NC-17, it's usually because if there's a love scene, they actually track how many thrusts there are in, in that love scene. And they say, okay, look, you have five. You're chuckling, but it's true. No, no, no. no. I'm just imagining being that guy that has to have that job, you know, basically. Right. Like watch this movie and count. Right. One. Two, yeah, like okay, three. The average, four. <laughs> yeah, like the average R-rated movie has, let's say, three thrusts, and your film has six. We need you to cut out three of them. Yeah, like if you want your R rating. Now, some directors and studios know these rules, so in order to keep some questionable content, mm-hmm. where you know, like they'll push what well, they'll they'll do a hard version, knowing that a lot of that stuff's gonna be taken out. Right. So, like instead of that's the reason why PG-13s are allowed one fuck. Mm-hmm. But it, it has to be provided in the right content, and it has to be situational. It can't just be a fuck for fuck's sakes. Yeah. Not like how I draw. I'm like, oh, fucking fuck, fucking fucker. You know, <laughs> not like that. But if something happens, like, I, I fucked that up. You go, okay, you know what? A person would say that in that moment. Oh, right. So you're like, and that, that's why those slide. Like, that's the reason why the Wolverine one got in, in X-Men First Class. Yes. You know, when they walked up to him and they said, go fuck yourself, you're going, you know what? That's the character. That's his attitude. That fits that moment, and it gets a good laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, so they do tend to, you know, that's why a lot of, like, um, movies have, like, the unrated edition, because they know sooner or later, because that's the that's the, that's the um, addition that they give to the MPAA that say, okay, you need the cuts here, 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 and here. Right. And they go, okay, fine. You know, we... And then that's where you get the it's R rated or PG thirteen. So them having a a harder version, an unrated version of Batman v Superman, makes sense. 
because with all the the, the violence, not sex and not right. language, it's definitely going to be it's too violent. You know, Batman punches Superman, Superman breaking down a building, and Man of Steel. Mm. Like there's, you know, that's why the Wolverine movies you never see any blood on his, you know, claws, right. or a lot of time you never really see him use his claws on camera. Right. Like, very rarely do you see him plunge his, his claws into somebody. Right. And when they do, they're always clean. Right. Like, when the, the animated series of X-Men came out, somebody pointed this out, where if you see Wolverine fighting, he's punching people. But when it came to robots and machines, like right. the... The, uh, the uh, Sentinels. Sentinels. Sentinels, yeah. They, they, that's when he uses claws to cut them open or, or right. you know, slice them in half or whatever. So that's where the, the, the more violence came in. It was acceptable for, for kids, right. for kids' cartoons. Because it's a robot. It has, there's going to be no blood, so it's okay. Yeah. So, it, so, so them having an, an unrated version makes sense. Now, here's where I have the problem. Okay. Let's face it. When the Blu-ray came out, they were never going to put the unrated version on that disc. Right. They very rarely do. You know, like Joss Whedon doesn't have a director's cut of the Avengers because he's like, this is the this is the final film I wanted. There is like even the guy um, Tim Miller said about Deadpool. There's going to be no extreme cut because he got the cut that he wanted. He got the director's cut is what you're seeing in theaters. Yeah, that's right. So like they pushed it, they tr- they trimmed it off. And he's like, that's still that's fine. Like I threw these in, no one needs to be taken out, so that way I still get the har the R that I wanted. With the violence and the language, the other cuts, the, the the deleted scenes. That's where I have deleted scenes. Will be the really hard stuff that got cut out of the film. Yeah, you know. So I, I, but I do think that them coming out with this announcement that there's an R-rated version of Batman v Superman that's going to be available on the disc. I just think it's a cheap ploy from Warner Brothers, kind of going, oh shit, the yeah. next. The next movie that's coming out is ours, and it's Batman v Superman, and it's PG thirteen. Deadpool just made a gazillion dollars <laughs> for being R rated. Right. We have to make the announcement that we have an R rated cut too. Yes. Just to be relevant. Um, I, I, we also I think last week you mentioned that Wolverine three might be R. Right. They're 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 not. It might be that they're they're pushing for it. They're. They're they're announcing the right. fact that's going to be R, and it's just like I guess it depends on how it's filmed or what right. they're going to do, and you know in terms of what they can get away with right, for R rating. The, the script is being you know um, it's, it's still being written. Yeah. So you're like, all right, now here here we go, folks. Yeah. I would think personally the one that should be really shaking in their shoes right now is the Suicide Squad. Like if any 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 movie in the DC universe deserved to be in R rating, should be Suicide Squad. Bunch of bad guys mm. as the heroes, so why not give them their R rating? Yes, but because they want the biggest, broadest audience possible, and it's uh, got to be an over hundred million dollar budget, they made it PG thirteen. That you know, people are going to go see that movie and they're going to go. You know what? It would have been better if it was R. Don't they'll go. It's too childish. It's too kid like. Yeah, you got you know, like if you're going to have the Joker be a maniacal maniac, why not make him? It should have been R. I guarantee you, when we see it, we're going to walk out, and the first thing we're going to do is compare it to Deadpool. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's kind of... Even when we see Batman v Superman. Like, my girl's coming up that week. Because mm-hmm. I made a promise we're not... I'm, I can't see Batman v Superman without her. Right. So she's coming up for nine whole days. And the last one of the last things we're going to do is is go see Batman v Superman. 
I know that I'm going to walk out of that theater going, it wasn't better than Deadpool because Deadpool was awesome. Like, right. It was great. It, I, it, I'm hoping, I'm pretty sure it's going to be good. Pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, it's Batman. I'm, I've been pro Batflex since day one. Right. So I'm going to be like a, a kid in a case there going, look at Ben Affleck, put the fuck out of that guy. It's awesome. But I'm still going to go, yeah, I like Deadpool more. Like, I just get that feeling. Like, there's, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be trying to compare it because it's now the second comic book movie for this year. You started with a Grand Slam home run with an R-rated comic book movie that was faithful to the comic book, that was faithful to the fans, it, it, you, and, and made a bazillion dollars and didn't need $100 million to do that. Mm-hmm. Here they have a two hundred and fifty million dollar budget, super se- super effects heavy. First trailer that they had with with what do you call it? Um, the, the Doomsday people didn't like. Then they scaled it down with the, the violence. You know this one doesn't have Lex Lex Luthor in it, so because people didn't get a good reaction from him. You know in the content in the film, you don't know where he's at. I you know I I said it off air. What I'll say now on air is the fact is is every time I, the more trailers I watch for Batman v Superman. The less likely I'm feeling to enjoy this movie for some reason, I don't know what it is. There's just little scenes that are just coming up, and you're like, I don't know about that, or, or you, that's, know, you know, uh, and that's just me, you know. And right. I, you know, I'm not gonna say you know it's gonna be a bad movie, but you know, I, I, I tend to gravitate more to Marvel movies myself. You know, I mean, I they're, do. They're fun, right? And I mean, they they've made great animated movies. You know, oh, yeah. the year, last few years, and like I'm enjoying. Green Arrow, or Arrow and Flash on television. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of good things that they could do, but it's just like when it comes to the big screen, it usually falls a little short sometimes. You're right. You know, and it's, you know, and I'm not saying like every Marvel movie's been a hit. I mean, obviously the new Fantastic Four movie was. Yeah, but again, see, that's, that's the beauty of it. It's a Marvel movie, but it's actually a 20th century Fox movie. Yes. It's not a Disney Marvel movie. It's a, a normal, I'm not going to say normal, but it's a different company's movie. Yeah. Which is the reason why, like, which is the beauty of the whole Marvel line is because when you see that Marvel symbol come up in front of a Deadpool movie, you go, oh, it's a Marvel movie. So it was awesome. So, yeah, Disney did it again. They got another, and Marvel did it again. Great movie. Fantastic Four, it's, it's a double-edged story because if it sucks, Marvel fucking blew the, blew, you know, shot themselves in the foot with this one. Yeah. Technically, no. Right. Because it's not. It's not, not Disney-based, yes. It's not their movie. Right. It's, you know, but all right. But that's that's the beauty of the Marvel brand, because you can, when that title card's up there, no matter who sees it, everyone thinks it's a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. So good or bad, it's all going to be associated with Marvel. Where you with Warner Brothers, it's all Warner, Warner Brothers, all, all Warner Brothers, all Warner Brothers, all the time. So every hit they have goes to Warner Brothers. Every bad one they have goes to Warner Brothers too. So I, like I said. I think it's a cheap shot that they go, oh, by the way, we have an R-rated cut, too. You're not going to see in the theaters, but we're going to put it on the Blu-ray. Yeah, all right. That's fine. Cheap shot, I think. Just a cheap. <laughs> it, it's like, I think it's like the start. And then if I was if I was Warner Brothers, I'd be going to David Ayer's going, can you, is there enough, enough deleted scenes, enough to make it an R-rated movie? Because I think this movie would do better. R-rated. You know what? You know what? <clears throat> the thing is, is that with this movie, I think they should just stick to their guns of what they made as a PG-13 movie, <coughs> guaranteeing everybody to see this movie. Right. And just go with that. And just just, just don't go like, oh, well, Deadpool fucking blew the waters out with an R-rated movie earlier this year. And just go, 
we're going to stand by our, our principles, not like, yeah, hey, but this is Warner brothers. I know. I understand that. But I mean, like I would have more respect for them if they did that, than uh, then going, you know what, when it comes out on Blu-ray DVD, there's going to be an R rated version that you're going to be excited about. And you're like, well, no, I'm not going to be excited about it now because you just told me I'm going to be excited right. about it. Them mentioning that there's an R-rated version of Batman v Superman, and you're like, well, why didn't you take the chance to do it first? Right. Like, why? Why? Or, or, or better yet, wait till the movie aired, you know, like, release. When it comes out on Blu-ray, you just have it. Oh, by the way, here is it. Right. Not so soon. Not th- four weeks before the actual movie comes out, you're already saying there's another version of this movie that you're not going to see until it comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah. You're just like, well, then I, in a way, it's almost like saying, well, why do I need to see this one then? Exactly. Like, I can like, just well, wait. Like, then... I'll wait for the R-rated version then. I'll, yeah. I'll just wait for the more violence and that's it. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll just wait for that 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 movie that you said was on that disc that I really want to see more. Yeah. Like, you had my money because I was going to see it, but now uh, maybe not because if you're telling me there's a different version... I might want to watch that one more, right? Because like, I get like I get excited after the fact when they when they release it actually on DVD and there's a, like a PG thirteen or whatever the, whatever the theatrical release is, and then there's an extended cut one coming out. Right, we watched Ted when we watched Ted two, we watched the unrated edition. Yes, and it was like you know it was more exciting to know that there was something like that after yeah. the fact. Like like when we watched it, there is that whole David Hasselhoff scene that was in the unrated version, and I was like, oh my god, this was not in the theatrical version. Right. It was awesome, and it was hysterically funny. I'm yeah. going, why didn't it make the cut? Like, ugh, I kind of feel like, all right, but I'm glad it's there. It's it's there, and it worked. I right. mean, maybe it was just for pacing wise, cutting down for trimming for time. I'm like, all right, whatever. But it was a great scene, but. But like, what's I mean, instead of Batman hitting Superman seven times, he can only hit him three times, right? To make a PG thirteen, it's like okay, it's not like you're gonna see Lois Lane naked, or you're not gonna see a love scene between right because if they 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 state the fact that it's just uh, scenes of violence is basically the reason well, why more scenes of violence. Well, yeah, because logically, I don't see any writer if if you already know going in that this movie's gonna be PG thirteen, you're not gonna write a a, a, a gratuitous love scene between. Bruce Wayne and and Diana Prince, like you're not going to be like, oh, there, there's Batman giving Wonder Woman the bat pole, you know? You're not. I'd like to see that. You probably can. It's, I think it's uh, a porn parody of some sort already. <laughs> I think it's a Dark Knight Return. Their Dark Knight Rises parody. <laughs> I'd rather see the you know not be not be like going into a uh... not being like, oh, how are you? You know, not like that. You want to see like, that? This is legitimate. Like you know, this, <laughs> this could have been on the screen, big screen. That not... you know, maybe. <laughs> um, it, it's like I said, you're going to see it. Like uh, Fox is already now uh, listening to Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman. Mm-hmm. He did make a really good point with the with I thought Fox should listen to this advice with the success of Deadpool being an R rated movie. You're the first one, to, not the first one, because yeah, there's Blade and all the uh, and Watchmen, mm-hmm. but I would say in the modern comic book era, you are the first one to do a successful R-rated movie, right? You know, like you can go back, like I said, you can go back to the the Renaissance time with mm-hmm. Blade and the Watchmen when there wasn't a lot; it was a handful of R-rated comic book movies, right? But I think now that Fox has kind of broken the mold with a whole string of PG-13 movies. Here's Deadpool with an R-rated movie. Fox should now 
all their movies should be R-rated. All their all their all their superhero movies. Now you probably won't see X, the X Men movies do mm. it that way, but any like they're talking about the X Force, make that R rated. Um, if they do the Gambit movie, make that R rated. Like you found something there. Yeah, but I also think it would be a a a, a, bit, a greater challenge to make it a PG thirteen movie, still enjoyable enough to go. You know, I still saw it. It was still great being a PG thirteen movie. Rather than seeing like an R, because you know I want more violence, well, and more no, no. nudity, or more whatever well, okay, well, that I, gives it that uh, R rating. Well, I don't think you should like not set out to make all the R movies R, but I think that they sh- they know that the majority of the people who are seeing these movies are adults, mm. obviously because of the R, you know how much money Deadpool made and his fan base. Let's face it, he's super popular, right? But if they they don't have to be afraid anymore, right. nobody has to be afraid. To push that envelope and go, you know what, X Force, let's push the envelope. And if we get an R rating, that's fine because we know we can make money. I I think that what helped Deadpool is the fifty eight million dollar budget because the executives didn't stick their nose into it. Right, like they didn't go, oh, well, here's there's like with Batman v Superman, you knew there was a bunch of suits who know nothing about comic books looking at it and going, we put two hundred and fifty million dollars of our money into this movie. We want to return on our investment, right? You know, with Deadpool, they were like, "We only we didn't even spend a half a hundred million dollars. We don't care what happens because well, they know they could make fifty million dollars back at least in DVD sales, right? You know, like like if it didn't, it it would be like a cult hit if it didn't make as much money because it would have made it probably would have made all in all like if it was a flop, just saying. I know it's not, but just say yeah, yeah. just you know for hypothetical reasons. If it made $24 million, it made like almost half the budget. Right. DVD sales would have been a cult filing because people would have bought the movie. It would have found its following on DVD. DVD. That's what happened with Kevin Smith's Mallrats. It right. bombed in the theaters, but it wound up making the, the company, you know, Universal money in the long run because it became a cult filing. Everyone bought the DVDs and everyone bought the Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone says, well, Kevin's not a successful box office draw. Technically is because most of his movies are under... Like a certain like I think they're like ten million dollars. Yeah, and he winds up bringing in like on opening weekend like a thirty million dollar picture. Technically, that makes money. Yeah, you know after you pay everybody off and the you know maybe with the advertising maybe not so much, but you know that if even if that movie breaks even in the theaters, it'll make money when it hits Blu-ray and DVD. Yeah, that's the reason why Kevin was able to kind of have the longevity that he has during the course of his career because his movies do make money. Not they're not big box office splashes. But he's got a loyal following base that'll right. that'll buy whatever he puts out. Yep. And people who are smart know that and will hire him to do that because they go, all right, he keeps the budget short. We make our money back in the long run. Yep. So, but uh, back to the article, uh, I think it's a cheap shot. It's like yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm still gonna go see it. But... Right. Obviously. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see it just because. And with my girl coming up, uh, she was wants to see Deadpool. But I don't know if she'll see it before she comes up. But she did say it's another movie she wants to see while she's up here. All right. So I would definitely be doing a Deadpool. I've seen it for a fourth time for me. <laughs> and then also doing uh, Batman v Superman. So All right. Can't wait. Uh, right. What else you got there, Ed? Pacific Rim 2. It's been an on and off again movie. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, like less... it's, it's coming. No, it's not. It's coming. No, nope, it's never coming. Oh, wait, there might be. It's now it's, now it's uh, coming. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah? coming back, yes, with a, with a major change, though. <laughs> What is uh, it? Del Toro is not directing the, the picture. Really? Yes. Who, who is it? Uh, it is. 
Stephen S. D. Knight is the uh, man who's going. Okay, to, all right. Uh, uh, thing he's done the uh, Netflix series Dead Dark Daredevil. Uh, so he's so they're they're putting him on the picture. Uh, basically, they don't know exactly what happened behind the scenes, but uh, Del Toro uh, tweeted it uh, this past week. He met with tonight and is happy with the choice for to, to take Pacific Room to where it can go. So, okay, um, what's Ke- what's it's Kevin tonight? Stephen tonight. Stephen, not even close. <laughs> that Stephen in- S tonight is the uh, actual full name. If you okay, only reason why I'm looking him up is because I know the name because of the stuff that he's written. Uh, to kind of give you an idea, his filmography, so mm-hmm. to speak, is the TV show Daredevil. Right. Okay. All the Sp- uh, the Spartacus shows, mm-hmm. Dollhouse, Smallville, Angel. He was one of Joss Whedon's boys. Yeah. And it's it, good hands. Yes. I'm going to say it's in good hands. I wish it was Totoro, but if Totoro says, I'm okay with this choice, right, like- I'm, I'm supporting... I'm supporting his decision. Right. Well, it was, it was, it was, that was the thing. I mean, like, basically, like, he chose the night to, to direct this. Okay. So he was like, I can't do it, but I want you to do it for me. Yes. All right. I'm in. So that was, that was the deal was kind of cut behind the scenes. That's what, you know, basically what it got. So, yeah, look forward to Pacific Rim coming out soon. We don't have a release date, obviously. Yeah, in a couple years. So, but, uh, I love that movie. So we're, we're, I think it's in good hands. So, uh, hopefully, uh, we'll see a, it's pretty soon. I love that movie. I can't, I really wanted a sequel too. Good. All right. Uh, what else you got there in the news, Ed? Or do you need to shuffle some papers around? Because uh, I will t- again. I. Ed, uh, yeah. I'm ready. Oh, okay. Ready. ready? Yep. Morgan Freeman, Easy Reader. Oh yeah. What the sub- something? What, what story do you have for us today, Ed? Something that I think is kind of like one of those dumb moments, but it's like it's so perfect. Wouldn't you like to have him give you turn by turn directions <laughs> as uh, as you're driving somewhere yeah, and you don't know where so, it is and you want to you know you want Easy Reader to calm you down because you're like I don't know where this fucking place is you get all like hyped you up go 500 feet and you're gonna make a right hand turn onto Main Street that's right your destination will be on the left in about a hundred feet just look at it this way you took the highway. Didn't have to go through a mile of shit like my friend Andy Dufresne. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Who doesn't want their life narrated by Morgan Freeman? That's right. So why not? You know, like, hey, I'm Morgan. I need to get to the center. I need to get to Center City. Take I-95 South for about 3.5 miles. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about this is it's free. Awesome. Now I just need GPS. <laughs> you have a GPS. Is it kind of good for my phone? Yes. No Your way. Google phone. If you, have, if you have a Google smartphone. I don't have a Google. Well, I mean, no. Yes, you do. I have an Android. It's the same thing. All right. <laughs> See? Don't do you have get... the Google Play Store? Yes. You have a Google phone. You don't have to get so hostile about it. <laughs> I just hate stupid people. I hate stupid people. But, but Ed, does it have multiplayer? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? So how do I how do I get it? I want to do it right now. I I don't know if it's available yet. <laughs> we're gonna, He's we're... working on it right now, but of course the the marketing is for the tie-in for the Freeman's upcoming film. London has fallen. The sequel to Olympus has fallen. Well, that comes out in about two weeks, so it's yeah. got to be out now. Yeah, because I would think they'd want to have it available. Like you're going to see my movie, London has fallen. <laughs> 
you go to the movie theater by driving 3.5 miles up Main Street. Make a left onto State Road. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see. My Google Play app, la, 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 Play Store. And what's what's it called? Well, you you basically what you can do is you go to Google Maps. Okay. Put in your put in the destination you want to go to to see the map, and then go driving directions. But then you have to go into settings and switch the voice to who you want to. Yeah, but don't I have to download that voice, or is he already in there? I don't. I, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I and have the article. On. You're you're going. You're bringing the news. This is news to me. <laughs> I need to know. You know, you could do this on our off time. You know, like. I know because I want to play it on air if I can do it. <laughs> Settings. All right. Uh, Is there anything about voices? No. There's notifications. How would that work? Maybe notifications. Questions. Nope. 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 <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. We'll figure it out, and we'll make it as our as an extra on our uh, on our podcast episode. Yeah, keep going. All right. So, uh, yeah, so uh, check them out uh, when you can. And, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll have Easy Reader giving you directions to the. See, to I, the... I, I found voice level, but that's about it. But I don't, I don't know. Uh, i got to find out. I'll keep going. Okay, what else you got there? Oh, okay. We'll go to the next door here. It's uh, There's a legal battle uh, over Star Trek. Oh, uh, there you go. What, okay, what happened? <laughs> Apparently... Uh, an independent, you know, fan film has made a million dollars in a, you know, like an Indiegogo campaign, and uh, CBS is suing them over this. Get out of town, really? Yes, uh, because of a fan film. Yes. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Let me just say, uh, uh, basically, um, it's called the production team is called Anna Axar. And they're, they're making a fan film. It's called uh, Star Trek and, and an Axar is, is, is basically the, the name of the title of the thing. And uh, basically, it's uh, 21 years uh, before Captain Kirk takes over for, uh, for the ship of the Enterprise. Okay, so, so... It's a prequel. Oh, okay. I think I'm starting to see the... I'm starting to see why. Okay. They are, of course, as you know, we've, we've reported earlier that CBS is going to do a new star trek series on their uh yeah. online yeah the first one's free on the tv and then it's gonna be like fuck you pass for the streaming app yes all right yes so uh apparently though they they went to cbs to talk about the movie to make sure that there was no you know ramifications of it and they thought at the time cbs was okay with it because you're not going to make any money off of it as a fan film because right. you're not selling it you're just going to uh stream it live on either one of the major um uh, uh, streaming networks, so they think. But now that they made a million dollars, they go, "Fuck you, pay us!" Right. So basically, that's that's kind of where the legal battle is happening, and uh, so they're they're going back and forth uh, on lawsuits, uh, finally against each other. That uh, CBS is trying to stop this movie from being made. Okay. All right. Um, I found out. Okay, Ed. Yes. While you were talking, and I was listening, I was. Yeah. But I also Google searched. It's the app for the Morgan Freeman thing is called Waze. Okay. It's free in the Play Store. It's, it actually said it so in the article. Yeah. It's Waze. It's a GPS map and traffic. So I'm installing it now. All right. Just so you know. Okay. I don't know if I'll be able to kind of get <laughs> him to actually talk. Make a left onto Main Street. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, good. 
Uh, well, speaking of Star Trek, yes, there is an actor that that looks like he's going to be on the new series. That it was a former actor on on the. Well, oh, hold on for a second. I got a question. Yeah, about the last article. The show that they're doing on the on the show for the new show is that a prequel to Star Trek or is it just a whole nother? It's supposed to be a continuation of the original series. Okay, so it's kind of like after Kirk, like, is it going to be Kirk? Yes. Spock. Yeah. I, now see now I can kind of see the problem. Okay, because you're you if they didn't have that show with Kirk and Spock, you know, and McCoy right. and the continuate continuing adventures of Star Trek. If the the kids who did the fan film that made a million dollars, if it wasn't those characters, because you said it's twenty five years, twenty one years before Kirk becomes okay, Captain. so the, those main characters are not. It's not like Kirk twenty five years. No. Okay. No. All right. Never mind then. I, I thought maybe, just maybe, it was one of those like it's it's basically the the Battle of Anaxar during the Four Year War. Uh, it's a conflict between the Klingons and Federation. It took twenty years, like twenty years, one years before uh, Kirk. That, okay. Then there's some characters that are in there, like they have um, uh, a, a, a Ambassador Solo, a Vulcan from Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, they also have. Um, uh, I've lost where, where these these characters are, but basically they were secondary characters in in shows and stuff that they were going okay. to to bring in. So I think the re- I think see the real reason I think this is happening is the fact is is that this fan film is going to be free that anybody can stream. Right? Yeah, most and, of them are. You know, so if you're a Star Trek fan, you're actually going to probably seek it out or you know happen along if you're like subscribing to a lot of Star Trek. You know, subscriptions to different uh, YouTube channels or Veeam, you know, Vario or so on. Um, but I think because now that they, you have to pay yeah. CBS for it, they're like, nobody's going to watch our show because they're going to get all these free fan films, these major productions that are going to be, you know, spending a million dollars on and have like high end effects. And ours are not going to be million dollar shows, right. you know, airing. So it's going to be going, going, watching this amazing free fan film, and then all of a sudden go to this paid series, you go, this is kind of crappy. Well, I mean, first of all, you got to think of it this way. They're fucking us anyway, because it's like, okay, if you Star Trek fans, instead of making it for, like, on their station, they're they're suckering you into off, into buying their streaming system, whether you want it or not. If you're a Star Trek fan, and you want to watch this new Star Trek show, the only way you can watch it is by paying us to watch it. Right. And it's like, Really? Like, come on. You had a gorgeous run of Star Trek on TV and in movies. You've made enough of a pretty penny off of your Star Star Trek series. But now because of the modern streaming devices, now you want to kind of leech onto that and start making people who are fans of the TV show and loyal fans too with that. Right. To now buy that app just so they can watch a show that if they wait a year, will probably get put on the DVD and Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's like... It's ridiculous. It's, right. it's really... It's just what it comes down to is it's just really ridiculous because that's that's the only way I'm going to watch it. Like, if it's like... When it comes down to Blu-ray and DVD, guess what I'm doing? You know, I'm like, I'm yeah. going to buy it then because it's just like... And if it never comes out to Blu-ray or DVD where they never will... will because they want to keep it on online streaming only... Yeah. I'm not losing anything. Like I'm like I'm a Star Trek fan, but I'm not that big of a Star Trek fan. Where I'm gonna pay even more money for television because God, God yeah. forbid, God forbid, if they have commercials running in between that show, you know they will, right? They're not gonna give you a full hours of entertainment. They're gonna be like, 
you're going to have a commercial for a CBS show at the beginning, a, a commercial for a CBS show in the middle, and a, another CBS show at the end. Yeah. It's just going to be another way for them to try to leech money out of people who are fans of the, the series. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's just like, hey, look, you have all the shows on DVD and Blu-ray right now, but you don't have the Captain's Log, which is your, your with where Patrick Stewart picks his favorite episodes. Fuck, I need that. Right. Because he, he introduces them all himself. Which it's is like, just funny because this, this, today, actually, we went to a store. My wife needed to pick up a few items, and we were Target, and uh, they had the... Uh, collectors, not the collectors, the Star Trek movies on DVD, like the, we, we mentioned it on release of the week a few weeks ago, where they were the six films of the uh, original series. was No, yeah, six films, and then the four films of the Next Generation series. Right. And they're like 25 and $20, uh, uh, respectively, for each one. So it's like, yeah, for 20 bucks, I get all the whole, like, you know, like new Dex Generation series or 25 hours. I get all six Star Trek movies that's and not right. spend a fortune, you know, like like in the past, which I thought was like, well, that's a really nice, uh, you know, nice way of Star Trek. Because I'm like, I only have the uh, new ones out. I don't have the, <laughs> the original or the, you know, that's a shame. But anyway, so uh, going back to Star Trek, though, <clears throat> uh, there is a character that uh, or an actor who's going to be on the new series. Okay. Tony Todd. Oh, really? Of Candyman. Yes, he is going to be. He was actually in a few uh, different uh, Star Trek franchise, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager. Uh, He played Worf's brother in uh, both uh, Deep Space Nine and Next Generation. And on Voyager, he uh, he was Alpha Herogen. I probably butchered that. Sorry, Voyager (laughs) fans. Uh, But... uh, yeah, so he, he he played on multiple shows, but he is a uh, he's on a short list, and he thinks that he's going to be on it. He uh, announced this on a uh, horror theme podcast called Mortis. Okay, so uh, yeah, you might see Tony Todd in the. Uh, so it might be a reason to go download that app and pay the money. Nice. <laughs> I don't know why, but all right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I mean, I, I know I'm cheap, but. It just uh, it just bothers the hell out of me. It really does. It just <laughs> it's like son of a bitch. Like I want to see it, but I don't want to pay for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, put it if, if anything, put it on a like HBO or Cinemax or something like that. You know, like a yeah, but CBS owns the rights, so they're going to want to have it. Make sure that that money goes directly to their pocket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's how they work. I mean, I again, or even yet, make it a pay per view on Comcast. You know, I mean, like, I'll pay, like, a dollar ninety nine, you know, for it on their CBS, you know. I'm not going to go to a website, you know, and watch it on my phone or my tablet or my PC. Yeah. Like, you know, or try and figure out how to connect my freaking PC to a, you know. It's, like, it's just ridiculous. <coughs> I mean, I know there's probably some device that I could buy that I could hook to my TV and watch it. But then I've got to spend more money on something that... All right. I, 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 you know I, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna digress. I, I'm just, I completely agree. I'm just getting angry now. It's getting angry, fuckers. Don't like you wouldn't like when he's angry. God damn, <laughs> <Some of laughs> bitches, dude. <laughs> okay, I found the app and I, I've, I've logged it, but we're not going anywhere, so I don't know if it's gonna work. <laughs> I don't know how this works because it's a completely different map system. It's not Google. I mean, it's Google Maps. Yeah, apparently because it's the Google Play. Called Waze, and I have it up, and it looks. I mean, it, it's completely different. I mean, look at the app. It's, wow, yeah, it's completely different. So I don't know how to. We'll figure it out on the way home. All right. 
know, that way we maybe can listen to Morgan Freeman going to your your house, <laughs> going to Two Bib Studio Production Studios. Make left here. <laughs> All right. All right. This next this next uh, article is a fun article. Oh, funny ha ha, fun ha ha, or fun oh, <laughs> fun oh, oh boy. <laughs> this is this might irritate you. So oh I'm yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm I'm actually happy I'm bringing this to the their news. Let me roll up my sleeves a little bit here. Uh, Bones. Okay. You know it's uh we I tried to bring Bones to nerd news for like the last three months because it hasn't been airing. They're still in the season eleven. All right. right, and they the the winter break they ended December, right? And they still have not come back yet oh, to TV. I just want to say something. Speaking of winter break, yeah. Um, what show? We my dad and I watched Blacklist. Yeah, right. Just came back off of their winter break. Yeah, the last episode we watched, they're off for the whole fucking month of March. They're gonna come back really? in April. Yeah, and I'm like, at this point, my dad and like I. I'm like, okay, you know what? I usually I love the show, so when I love a show, even though I watch it on TV, I'll buy the buy the box set and rewatch the season mm. because I love the flow of no fucking commercials. Yeah. My dad, on the other hand, is older and he doesn't he, it, too many too many plots. He gets kind of lost. But if there's a if there's a giant gap and it's a show he loves, he gets annoyed because he's like, "Well, I fucking forgot what happened the week before." Yeah. Like, you're you're taking a month off now. Right. You just came back for three weeks. Why do you need to take a month? I'm like, because they need to get the sweeps. Plus, also, too, she's pregnant on the show, but also pregnant in real life. And in the three weeks, she has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, when she first, like, I read an article that she was pregnant in real life, so they worked it into the show. But she, you see, it's the classic, how do we make her not look pregnant? Yeah. We'll dress her in black, and we'll only film her up from, like, the breast line up. Yeah. The cleavage up. Problem is, and... I think Megan Boone's gorgeous. She's putting on the baby weight. Yeah. So her face is a little rounder. It's healthy. I'm not saying like she's gotten fat. Yeah. She's just, as every woman happens to have when she gets pregnant, she puts on the baby weight. Right. Well, you can clearly see that she's not just, she didn't just get pregnant on the show. She's been pregnant for a little while. So now, three weeks in, they didn't even fucking bother. She's still wearing black, but she's got the belly. Like she's ready to pop at any fucking moment. <laughs> So I almost think that this, this, I'm like, this is the fastest pregnancy on television of all times. Because like, it's just funny to watch because now she kind of, she has the, the, the pregnancy. Yeah. Like, and I'm just like, she actually. See all the actors with their hands like under her. Like, <laughs> at any moment, it's going to happen. Like, well, she, when she sits, she has her hands on her, on her you know, her, her pregnancy yeah. belly. And I'm like. They're not even hiding anymore. Like she's not running around crazy yeah. as she was in the first season, obviously. Right. But they're not. It's like it's like now they made an announcement that she's pregnant. We can just show whatever we want, and it's like she's gotten bigger and bigger over the course of those three these last three episodes. I think that they had to stop production because she had the baby during the season. Yeah. And that they need to take the break to kind of have her the maternity leave, the, a little bit of maternity leave. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, granted, I know these shows are 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 not like they're not filming this the episode right now. And during the course of the episode, she went, "Oh shit, my water broke." Yeah, stop production, people. I'm sure. Yeah, you know, they're usually like five or six weeks. Well, it takes them like two or three weeks to film an episode. You know, right? Like, you know, like to to do that. I mean, some could do it in a week. You know, it depends on yeah. how well the production like is. When um, I remember when um. Legends of Tomorrow was coming out. It was just getting ready to hit the episodes. You know, I think there's 13 episodes, I think. Yeah. Um, 
because um, Brandon Routh was talking to Kevin Smith, and he said that they were actually filming week the uh, episode ten during that time of the interview, and this was what the show he was the week the show was airing. Yeah, so they're at least ten weeks ahead of schedule. Like, we have ten weeks of episodes nine nine episodes nine weeks before that one that they're filming today gets aired. So if it's the same theory, let's say ten weeks, yeah, you know she could have had the kid all re- bang. Yeah, you're right; it could be maternity relief. Yeah. You know, and they have to wait for time and then, you know, catch up to the season. Right. And work how her having the baby. I, I, by the end of the season, I guarantee you she's going to have the baby. It's going to be seven. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead with the article. So, Bones. Uh, yeah, this, this show has been having. Honestly, well, before you start, I want to say, I'm going to go on record and saying Bones should have ended five years ago, but they're in season 11. Yes. The moment the two of them hooked up and the moment she got pregnant is the moment the show should have stopped. Right. I'm just going on record saying that because I have yet to watch a show with the two of them after post-baby. Right. Well, my wife and I are, are, are loyal fans of the show. Okay. We, we, we like it, you know, because I love the... I mean, I, I don't like horror movies, but I like the gross aspect of okay. this show, you know, because right. it's, it's that few minutes where my wife always has to put her hand over their eyes. It's always what one scene with a decrepit body. And you're like, oh, and like, this is awesome. <laughs> All right. So what's going on with both? I know there's a legal battle. Right. There's been legal battles going on because they haven't been making profits. And apparently Fox is saying that. And they are. And they're that's so that's what the legal battle is coming. The, even, even the. Uh, so Fox is trying to go, yeah, that show, it's been on for 11 years, haven't made a fucking dime yet. Right. That's the reason why it's been on for 11 years. <laughs> Our advertising dollars are down. Yeah, we knew it was the number one show for a while. But, uh, nope, not not cracking a dime. In fact, we owe money. <laughs> and somebody said, I think you're lying. Can I see the books? Right. And they're going, no, 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 no. So David Borealis and... Uh, David Borealis and, and Emily Deschanel. Now, right. They And the creator of the show, Hart Hansen, have all said bullshit, you know, and they, oh, they're they're on so, the... all, so all filing lawsuits against Fox oh, about this. Okay, see, I knew that the lawsuit, I knew of, of a lawsuit. I didn't know they were involved. Well, well, well David Boreanaz is executive producer. So is so is her. Yeah, they're both executive producers. Yes, and that happened like season, like episode. Yeah, and they five. get they get they get a percentage of right. profits. Like it's a small percentage, but it's still something. So the guy who helped put Fox on the on the on the map with Angel. And Buffy is getting fucked out of the bones. Phil, hometown Philly boy David Boreanaz yes. is getting fucked out of money by Fox. Give me a plane ticket. I'm going to kick some ass. Because, no, you don't fuck with my boy that way. <laughs> Dave Roberts, beloved AccuWeather Dave Roberts' son, is fucking getting screwed over by Fox. Fuck them. <laughs> But that's not what this article is about. I'm just giving you the. I don't care at this point. Dave Roberts was a beloved AccuWeather up by Jim O'Brien. Now people, right now, people are going, "Who are those two fucking guys?" Doesn't matter. This is local hometown shit. So strap in, Dave. I fucking grew up on Dave Roberts. When I found out that David Boreanaz is that was his kid, I was like, I love this guy even more because Angel's fucking awesome. I was like, and Seth Green's from the area too. That that's why Buffy was one of my. I'm a hometown boy, Ed. Yes. Any act. Okay, I love Ali Lauder. She's from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I'm on the list side. Jersey girl, love her. Yeah. You know, but Boreanis getting fucked over. No deal. No fucking way. 
I can't tell you how many times I've watched the news and Dave Roberts doing the news, and whenever it was his birthday, they would have David Boreanaz come walking on and they'd do the news. They were the, some of the best fucking. I'm going, that, that, how awesome is that? And then when Dave Roberts finally retired, they had a big retirement party. Boreanaz was there, and Dave Roberts hops on a plane to go spend out in California to spend the rest of his days. I'm a fan of Boreanaz and Roberts, right? I see pictures of the two of them having like a good old time. Like, like it's like a fucking buddy picture between the two of them. And you're telling me that this guy who's given enough entertainment on a show that I've stopped watching for the last six years is getting fucked over for money? Yes. Get me on a plane. I'm going to get me a bat, a, a nice aluminum bat, and get me one of those executives, and I'm going to crack some fucking knees. <laughs> you don't fuck with my boy, Boyeranis. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, okay. Okay. Okay, so so just catch up with speed. Fox is saying we're not making money, and the producers, one man being Boreanis, is going, that's bullshit because we know we're making money? Is that? Is that? Is that? Yes. Okay. But that's sure. what this article's about. That's how the article's about? I just wanted to lead Keep you up. into this. Oh, okay. Keep up the loop because this, this is the next part. There's going to be a season 12. Of- no <laughs> fucking way. It's got to be the last one. It is the last one. So, so Boreas was like, you know what? You're fucking me out of money. But because of the fans, I'm loyal to them because they're loyal to me, especially that dude in Philadelphia, Sean. I love the guy. He'd break fucking knees if I asked him to. He's still a Flyers fan, too. That po- that picture behind his office yeah, in that was- show, it's the fucking Fox. Flyers. Yeah, when they right. want to stand, Cup, fuck you, Fox. So I'm just saying. You know, so you're going to have, he's like, you know what? We have loyal fans. We're going to finish off the season, and then fuck you, Fox. <laughs> yes, it's going to be a 12 episode. It's not going to be a full Just 12 episodes? Episode. Good. So they can finish up. Wrap the, up the, the show, show. right. And go, at the very end, be a big fucking sign. Hey, thanks for watching Bones for 12 years, and fuck you, Fox. Pay us. <laughs> Is that what's in? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. <laughs> then I'll buy the box set. <laughs> <laughs> So, actually, the episodes for season 11 to finish it off this season will start Thursday, April 14th of this year. So, they're taking a break. Yes. Again. A very long break. A very long break. They haven't started. I mean, since December, they have not aired an episode of Fox because of all the lawsuits been going right, on. So, they kind of uh, put it in the in the, in the the uh, can there, as you say. And Oh, my God. See, I knew there was a lawsuit. I had no idea what it was about. And now you told me. I'm fucking furious. <laughs> I can't believe uh, it. How can Fox say that that show doesn't make money? It lasted for 12 years now. And it was way past its prime the moment the two of them hooked up. I even remember the moment Boreana said the two of them would never get hooked up because they didn't want a David and Maddie syndrome. And the moment the two of them hooked up, I was like, I'm done. I don't blame Boreanaz. I blame the producers. I mean, it was probably before they were producers. But I blame the writers. Because she got knocked up in real life, so they had to put it in the show. And what better way to get Booth and her to hook up finally, and then big bada boom, bada bing, bada bang, baby. You know? No. <laughs> so angry. Get myself a headache. <laughs> Yelling so much. I'm just so happy I brought that article. <laughs> oh, God. I knew that was going to happen, and I just. Screwing my boy Boreanis over. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I like Emily D. Chanel, too. I like her sister Zoe better. Yeah. Yeah, I think Zoe's funny and cute. All right. Anyway, just go ahead. You know she's on pregnancy leave? On the new girl? No. So they had Meg... Um, um, what do you call it? You just uh, said the name, too, didn't you? Meg... Um, what's her name? 
um, from term, from Transformers and turn Teenage Mutant Turtles. Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Thank you. I can never really. I never. Why can I never remember her name? I don't know. It's just a, there's a blockage. I remember her face and go. She's adorable. She's gorgeous. She's now on the show as the temporary roommate while Zoe does her pregnancy leave. Oh, so it's I. You know, I'm, it's funny. I'm just saying. <laughs> just good. Well, speaking of David Boreanaz, my boy Boreanaz, Sarah Michelle Gellar is also in the news. Oh, what an all oh, that is an awesome segue. Oh, thank eh? you. Okay. Apparently, she will star in a TV show based on the movie Cruel Intentions. I heard that that she's reprising her role. Yes. I mean, it's probably. I mean, I don't think it's, she's not going to be the star, but it'll probably be like, like what, like how what's his face um, did for Limitless, other hometown boy. God Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, thank you. Uh, see, I am so angry. Every <laughs> famous person from... And uh, God, Cooper, hometown boy too. Yeah. I got his back too. And he, he fucks with Cooper, I'm on him. Just saying. I'm just throwing it out there in the ether. Boreanaz, Cooper, <laughs> Green, got your back. <laughs> just saying. Bacon, Kevin, yeah. homeboy, got your back. Just saying. <laughs> I'll take a bat to anyone. You just point him out. I like, a, I like a rabbit pit bull. I've been playing a lot of Far Cry. I'm watching another saber tooth act. I, I mean, your saber tooth tiger. <laughs> but okay. I, so she, I don't think, I think it's going to be like, she's just going to come in to kind of be like a guest star. Well, she's, well, she yes for the pilot. She's going to be Cat Catherine Metzmerel. I guess that was the okay, character. Yeah. Her in Cool Attentions, um, and uh, it will follow the her and her uh, as he follow the attempts of the double headed goal of taking over Velmont Inter- International and gain custody of Bash Cassidy, the son of the late Sebastian Velmont, played by Ryan Felipe in the film. Ryan Felipe. Oh, so uh, it's their kids, and she's going to be yes. All right, okay. All right. So uh, yeah, look forward to that. So she is, is she's gonna be a regular player. Well, she's it's just gonna be she said as of right now they're just going to do the pilot and see how it goes. Okay, and uh, she could be a regular on the show. Sounds okay. Like. All right, I'm 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 in. Uh, it's also going to have the uh, uh, writer director Roger Crumble from the film uh, doing the uh, writing and directing of the show. They say what uh, network it's going to. Uh, no. But they're just doing a pilot, and then they're going to sell it out. I just said just doing. It looks like just doing a pilot and see how. It goes. I, I think with the, t- with the like, okay. Did you see Cruel Intentions? No, I did not. I saw it, loved it. Thought it was a great movie. Yeah, there's a great scene um, where where it's it's basically I I know it's like a, a ripoff of a famous play or it feels like it. It's these two people bet that you know I can make the virgin fall in love with me and then break her heart. Yeah, you know, at once I sleep with her kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously the guy, Ryan Phillippe, falls in love with uh, Reese Witherspoon because she plays the virgin. Yeah. And um, Sarah Michelle Gellar, I think they're brother and sister. Yeah, I think they're brother and sister. And they're like, you know, hey, I bet you this. They're, they're cruel intentions, basically. Right. Um, so it's like, all right. I can. To me, that kind of a show plays better on a cable network mm. like AMC or go HBO or even take it to Netflix. Where you can use language and use sex to manipulate. It doesn't have to. 
I don't think it's I don't think it's good for the big three, especially Fox. SMG better not go anywhere near fucking Fox if they're screwing her boy Boreanaz like they are. With, you know, fuck them. <laughs> I know her so well. I call her SMG. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> we're tight like that because we're tight like that we go back I go back to uh, we call it uh, all my children that's how far back I go with her <laughs> I didn't know she was on all my children yeah she played Eric Kane's daughter Kendall <laughs> <laughs> you really know alright <laughs> only reason why because at the time I was dating a girl whose last name was Kendall Yeah. so I was like oh, it was my, you know my Present girlfriend's I only get all game girlfriend's last names, first name of the character. I was like, all right, you know, and, and she was a bitch too on the show, and I'm like, makes sense, you know. <laughs> I mean, at the time, she's a lovely person now. Yeah, both Sarah Michelle Geller and the ex, you yeah. know, <laughs> just in case she's listening. <laughs> 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 so, so, but like, uh, and then when she was on. When she came on Buffy, I was like, "Why does she look so familiar? Because she's she's brunette in All My Children, but blonde in in Buffy." Well, and, like, and I'm like, "Why does she look so familiar? Why does she look familiar?" And it wasn't until like the first season, only 13 episodes, because it was a mid season replacement show. Yeah, I think it wasn't until the second season. I was like, "Oh my god, it's Kendall!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> my mom was like, "What?" I was like, "That's Kendall from All My Children," because. My mom and I used to watch, and my sister used to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer together. I was like, that's Kendall from All My Children. That's why she looks so familiar. And she's like, oh, my God, you're right. I was like, I knew it. And I was like, wow, good actress, because I hated her on All My Children. I like her here. Like, <laughs> And that's another walk down memory lane <laughs> by Sharp Richmond. Yeah, I know. Right now it's going, no one cares. What's, give us another news article to wrap the show up with. I'll wrap the show up. Okay. One last article. Do you have another last article? I got a couple, but this one, I think I'll, I'll bring this one to the uh, last one here. Okay. Um, Ronda Rousey. Ra- Ronda Rousey. Thank you. Yes. Ronda Rousey. Yes. Uh, she wants to play an ag- uh, She wants to play a character from a video game. Okay. She wants to play a character from a video game. So like, if they ever made, decide to make a movie about this video game, she wants to play the character. Yes. Okay. And the, the character is Seamus from... Um, Shit, I had Metroid. it. Oh, Metroid, thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, she said, I always wanted to be Seamus. The, that to- she was a total badass. I'd love to find out at the end that she was a chicken side. Right. Yeah, that was the, that was the big reveal. Like, you, you, people who played Metroid were like, this character's great. It had this huge following. And then all of a sudden it was like, guess what? Dun, dun, dun. No penis. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, What? So, of course, though, Nintendo is very leery about making movies about their uh, oh, I, characters yeah. based off yeah. of Super Mario uh, Brothers. I was going to say three words, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't care. I There's a soft spot in my heart for that movie. <laughs> I, I, I remember seeing it going, all right, it's cute. <laughs> I have, yeah, and the, yeah, but I would say that in today's world, I think I think video game movies can translate better now. Because you have better visual effects. Mm-hmm. Like, I think at the end of this year, um, Assassin's Creed, the movie's coming out with Michael Fassbender. Yes, it is. So I'm like, um, first of all, I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan. So I'm like, I'm going to watch this movie. And it's got Fassbender in it. I'm so in. Right. You know, so you figure that the, the effects in that will be pretty good. But a space 
you know, like I think that they can do video game movies better. Like there's a couple of Halo movies mm-hmm. that were direct to video, a Mass Effect movie. Like I think that you can Final Fantasy movies. I mean, it doesn't have to be that high end on computer animation, right? But I think with the right story, the right writers, and the right visual effects, I think they can pull it off now. Right. I just think Nintendo still got their stick up their ass about all their property because you know it's Nintendo. It's very they're very tightly gripped on what the, who does what with their t- content and mm-hmm. what gets put on their platform. So I mean, I, I can understand it, but I, yeah. her being the character, sure, why not? I mean. I don't. It's not like Seamus had a lot of speaking parts in these games, <laughs> so you could do anything. I mean, that's kind of the problem when the storyline is a side scroller and you go get the bad guy. Yeah. There's not much. I mean, unless I only played. Remember playing the first one, so I don't know if they kind of later on started building the story around her. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it, there was not really much speaking in any of the games at all. Well, it was you eight, know, eight bit territory, right? So I mean, was... I know, I know. Like when the. Uh, when the Wii came out, there was a there was like a uh, uh, instead of side scroller, it was a like a first person Metroid Prime, I think. It was yeah. Called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you know, but I mean, you could put a few speaking lines in. I mean, you couldn't. You could make it almost. I mean, look, it worked before Resident Evil, right? You know, that has a seven movie series out of it. Yeah. You know, out of you know zombies in a mansion. Exactly. So I mean, anything could work if it, if you have the right actor, the right the right script, the right team. Yeah. I think you could do it. Yeah, that's that's the that's what it comes down to. And I, you know, I, I applaud her for for especially obscure kind of game this is. I mean, the thing is, okay, a lot of people can slam her for you know her fighting abilities or for. I've always admired her fact that she kind of embraced the. She's a nerd, right? She still talks about you know she's a huge Pokemon fan. She's you know a nerd at heart, right? Who just kicks a lot of fucking ass, yeah. You know, except that one time, but you know, it happens. Okay. Not everybody wins. Right. You know, so I just kind of look at her like she's willing to kind of go, ah, look, I I love this character. I think she's a badass. And th- that twist of her being a, right. you know, I, I, what I think they should do is honestly, since everyone knows that Metroid, you know, Seamus is a female, they should make a Metroid movie, but not, uh, don't call it Metroid, call it something else, and have that character. Be in the mask the entire time to like halfway through. And then you, halfway through, you go, oh my god, it's been a chick this whole time, right? Like do it like that, you know, kind of give, give it a surprise, kind of like yeah, give the, a... give the homage. You're sitting there watching, going, oh my god, it's a Metro movie. The fans of the of the video game are going to know, oh, that's Ronda Rousey in there. Oh yeah, it's great. You know, or if you have like Ronda, I guess I guess you can't really do something like that anymore. Now that I'm fi- now that I'm talking cause... well you know you could do like behind the mask kind of like a computerized voice because it's a uh... yeah, but you got to look at the title cards. You know, like when you have the movie poster, who's in it? Yeah. You're going to have Ronda Rousey is Metroid, you know, or, I mean, I guess you probably wouldn't write it like, Ronda Rousey is Seamus in Metroid the movie. <laughs> uh, you know what? I mean, I would have to see a trailer. She's okay as an actress. Yeah. I mean, the stuff that she's been in is only, she's not a leading, she hasn't been a leading lady. But right, she's, she's been Expendables 3, Fast and Furious 7. Right. And uh, she's but, going to do uh She's doing a remake of Patrick Swayze's uh, Roadhouse. That's right. Yeah. All right. And I, she's she has uh, interest in doing Captain Marvel for uh, right. Yeah, the, a lot of people are like, I can see her being Carol Dan uh, Danners da- Danners whatever. I, I can. She does have. She looks like that version of Ms. Marvel. Yeah. But I think that they're gonna go more current with the teenage Muslim girl. Right. 
I think that they're probably going to do that because to play it safe. Because if they have the blonde hair, beautiful woman, not saying that the character, but in the comic book, Ms. Marvel is a teenager girl. Right. Like, I think they're going to go that way because it's more politically correct. So you don't hear people going, oh, of course you're going to pick the blonde. Why not? Sex sells. Ah, that, that. You know. I don't think I don't think uh, Hollywood's as open minded as you think. That's what I'm saying. They're not going to do the blonde. That's it. Well, that's, I think they're going to do the blonde. Oh, you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're going to do diversity. I think, I think you know <laughs> because it's like. Well, see, here's the thing: is because she's new. I mean, the new new Miss Marvel. Oh, new, right. She's new to this to the series. I mean, it was like last year. I think she came yeah, out a couple years ago. Yeah, she's so, not. She's not current, really. Like you know, like. People like still like even in, on like cartoon shows and stuff like that, they still it's have her. the blonde, you know. That's the that's Carol, yeah, yeah, it's Carol Denning, so whatever her name is Carol. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. But like I said, that's kind of like, I think that that's what Marvel does is they go with what everybody who everybody knows. Right. I don't think they want to do tradition. Like they want to do traditional, and then work off of that. Like get the right people to do that stuff, the one that everybody knows. Like, like for me, like to, to compare it with with Green Green Lantern. Yeah. Them starting off with Hal Jordan. I mean, I know it's DC and not Marvel, but I think at the time when they did Green Lantern, they should have done John Stewart. Right. Because everybody who grew up on the cartoon, everybody knew John Stewart more than they knew Hal Jordan. But I think there's this 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 theme in in video in comic book movies that you go with tradition first, right, and then introduce new characters in along the way, right. You know, like it makes sense to have Captain America before you have Falcon. And makes them it makes sense to have those two before you have Bucky Winter Soldier, right. you know, so that it all flows. Like I don't, I don't think you're going to see Falcon because now he's Captain America in the comic books. Because I saw Captain America one with the Falcon on it at the comic yeah. book shop. I don't think you're going to see him until after uh, the Infinity Wars, right? Yeah, you know, if at all, because before then Bucky was Captain America for a little bit. Like, we talked about that. Right. So, I mean, I think that before they switch her, they have to make it sure you couldn't start off with Bucky as Captain America without introducing Steve Rogers. Right. So, I think if they do Captain Marvel, you have to give Carol her shot first before you go with the new one. Yes. You know, eh, you know we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, so anyway, uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. And don't forget, you can uh, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to catch the podcast of the show, where we break it down into three bite-sized pieces, and we give you a little intro and outro, you might call it bonus material, as you would on a DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah. You can go to the About section on our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, or you can go to our, our webpage, wordswithgeeks.com, or on iTunes. It's free. Don't cost nothing. Or you, if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app, search for Geeksters, and our show will be there for you. And if you want to talk to Ed about anything you may have seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to yeah. Geeksters. <laughs> I am your host, Sean. And I'm your host, Ed. You knew that, because this is the end of part three. What? Uh... So, as you heard during the course of that episode, Ed brought in the article about Morgan Freeman doing the voice for the Waze app. Yes. Now, it took me a little bit, and I mentioned on the show that I actually downloaded the app, and since we're stationary, we couldn't really hear it in effect. Yeah. 
So we used it on the way back to Two Bid Production Studios here, and it was, it was hilarious. Well, yeah, it was kind of <laughs> hilarious, but not. In a, I don't know if, it, if it's a, in a in a good way or not. Yeah, no. Because, well, it, there was some, he made some comments like uh, when we first started off, he's like, "Okay, now let's get your let's get you safe. See your family, your wife and kids. Let's yeah. get you safe." I'm like. All right, Morgan, I don't have either one, but all right, I'm, I'm with you. I understand the sentiment. Yeah. You know, so <clears throat> it has a bit of, like, I felt like it had a little bit of a lag. Like, when you use Google Maps, yeah, the navigator is like, okay, in 100 feet, you're going to turn left, or you're yeah. going to go turn right here and stay on this road for however long. Right. It gave you more precise directions than Waze did. Now, granted, I know that they just brought Morgan Freeman in and go, Say turn left, turn left. Say turn right, turn right. You know, like even when, uh, like you had like one point one miles. Yeah. Like did you notice he had added an S to every mile? Yeah. Even if it was one, so you can tell that it it's just you know here's just, the list of words. Just, yeah, just sound bits that you just just you know left, right, and then we'll take clips yeah. and the program will put it in place. You know, so it's like you know, you know but there was this moment. <laughs> I'll do the. I'll be Morgan Freeman. All right, you could be me. Okay. All right, there's a moment where this happened. Turn right. Right now. In a hundred feet. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, we were actually at, and it literally, it was hysterically funny because yes. it was perfect comedic timing because we're we're driving, and he's when he said turn right, there was a right turn, but it was nowhere near where we needed to be. Right. And I'm, and I was like. The whole time, I was just feeling like it seemed to be off. <laughs> so when I said right now, and it comes back, a hundred feet. And, and I was feet. like, oh. <laughs> like, could you imagine? <clears throat> there's always at least one news article where there's a person who is listening to an app and runs their car into a building. Yeah. And I'm like, this app might actually do that to somebody. Like, here I am listening to Morgan Freeman. Turn right. Er, just, you know, like. Should, should have been in a hundred feet turn right, right, yeah. But they did it backwards. I'm like, oh my god! If I didn't know where I was already going, yeah, and I just turned right right now, I, it was I had zero point three seconds of reaction time yeah. to make that right turn. Yes, and I can see it causing accidents. And I mean, it was fun. It it's an app that I would use. It's ways. It looked like, you know, as you're driving, it posts like, hey, there's a pothole in 240, 50 feet. It's like a fun app, but that would be the only way I would use it is if I already knew where I was going and just to hear Morgan Freeman give me the directions. I wouldn't trust this app to get me to someplace I've never been. Right. Because I felt like the, 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 the directional aspect of it was wonky. Yes. I mean, it was correct, but the timing and, it was and off. Was right? off. It was yeah. just going to be like, with when I use Google Maps, it's like, hey, you're going to be on this road for this long, and then, you know, in a in a 100 feet, and then you're going to make your right. Like, okay, or, like, we noticed, too, that we're going down what's Route 1, and on at the, mo- at the time we were on it, it's really, like, three lanes. And then when you get closer to the city of Philadelphia, it breaks off into six lanes, a center three and then to the right three. Yes. It wanted us to stay in the center lanes when it could have just said, you know, like knowing where I needed to go. Right. 
it should have initially told me to stay, you know, stay to the right. Yes. Because it would have been, I, mean, I know they're like, but it gives you the fastest route. So. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, all, like my, like TomTom, I have a, the TomTom GPS and that's what it does. It will maybe go in the center of three lanes. And then right at the last moment, there's these uh, median crossovers. Right. So it's like, there's a median between the, those six lanes. So when, when you have to do the crossover, so it makes you do the last medium crossover. And like, like as soon as you do that crossover, you could be at an intersection where you have to make that right. Right. So it's like you have to go cross over that medium and then go over three lanes to make that right, which is impossible to do on yeah. Route 1 on, in Philadelphia. So that's like kind of what they do for GPS. It's like, it, it's like no, that's not your – you can't do that. Like that's not like – Yeah. Like it's a pain. And but you, it seemed like, like um, Google Maps would tell me – to stay to the right. Yeah. It gives you like the some some like I said, some GPS are yeah. better than others, you know. But it was just it was just hilarious because it was like there was one point where we're slowing down a light and he goes, Try and avoid all of the clear and present danger. <laughs> yeah. There was a moment too where there it knew that there was a, an electronic camera, um, like a monitor for speeding. Right, for, for and, running red lights. And it yeah. was like, There's cameras on the ground. They got eyes on the ground. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was like Okay, it's cute. <laughs> and then when we get to our destination, it is, it is by my honor and my duty to help you on your mission. Yeah. Because it, it is the uh, Olymp- uh, London Has Fallen kind of promotion. Yeah. So it's got to be, I think he's, I think he's, I think he's the vice president or secretary of defense. I don't, he's, he's vice president. Vice president, okay. Yeah. So obviously there's that moment where it's the, he's pretending to be the character. Yes. But it, 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 was, it, was, it was fun. Like I said, I would not, I would not use this if I was going to a destination I've never been at before. Right. Because that just the the turn right in a hundred feet would have caused an accident, especially if I didn't know where. Because there was going. a pause. That was, yeah. that was the that there was, was a legitimate pause, pause of me to be able to go now and a hundred feet. It yeah. was like there was like a good two second pause for me to go in a hundred turn right now in a hundred feet, yeah. and I'm just like. <laughs> There's no way anybody, if I didn't know that I did not need to make the, I, I would have made that right turn, right. and then I would have been like, when the hell? Well, fuck! I could have sideswiped somebody, or now I'd have to make a U turn, like a U turn to get back on that road. You yes. know that I don't make the right here; I make it in a hundred feet. I definitely use the app as a party kind as of as a thing. party gag. If yeah. you already know you're going home and you know how to get there, use it. But if you're making a trip for the first time. Don't even bother. Right. Google yeah. Maps, as like I said, they do a great job. I, I actually used it last night to go to a party, and I kind of knew where it was, but I wasn't 100% sure yeah. where the exact location was. I've done that, too. So I used I used Google Maps for like the first time, and it gave me directions, turn-by-turn directions, and it was accurate. It was right. like, you know, it told me like exactly where I needed to go, when to turn, when to, you know, you know there was no pauses. It, it gave you, you know, direct I, now, I also directions. Too, like, obviously, I downloaded the app so we can listen to Morgan Freeman. There are other voices, like I think there's a couple girls and a couple guys. I wonder if those are more accurate because they have to, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's a possibility of it being more accurate because that's the. This was kind of like a promotional, hey, fun thing. Mm. Granted, I mean, I know Tom Toms. You can buy like Yoda. You can buy Darth Vader. Yeah. And I think that those probably are a little bit more accurate too because mm. they're specifically designed. Right. This seemed to be kind of like a gag. Yeah. More so, like, let's get working for him to do it. It'd be awesome. And then he'd be like, all right, I'll do it for this much money. It's helping to promote, the, you know. Like, it seemed like that Waze deal happened between the studio and them. 
And they're like, dude, can we, you know, if you want our money for production money, you know, we're going to want him, since you won't see us in the film, we won't have an ad in the film, you know, to promote your film and the, for us to sponsor it, can we have Morgan Freeman to do direction? They're like, all right, sure. Yeah. Let's ask him. I'll find, I'll do it. You know, <laughs> can I see funny stuff? <laughs> you know. You've got a mile to go, like my friend Andy Dufresne. <laughs> but he had exactly. to go through a mile of shit to get to the other side. This traffic jam reminds me of my friend Andy Dufresne, who had to travel through a mile of shit to get to freedom. That's what your road up ahead looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, fun app. I wouldn't use it all the time, yeah. you know, especially if I was going someplace new. I, I would just, I would not feel comfortable letting that letting that app guide me to my destination yeah uh, stick with what you know yeah you know go with some st- like as like even when we were done the show i'm going to delete the app i really have no use for it right i'd rather use google maps for for everything yeah if i need if i don't already know where i'm going or if i need a refresher because like when i go to the convention center for the comic cons i know where it's at i know how to get there but it's nice to have that little voice going you're going the right way. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I make the right here, don't I? Make the right here. Oh, yes. yes. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, uh, there you have it, folks. Man, that's part three. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, you know, if not, tell a friend. <laughs> if you did, tell two friends. You know? <laughs> Get a group opinion. Yeah. You know, sit around and listen to the show. Yeah. Hopefully, you're doing a drinking game by this point. You know? Um, but if you want to catch the show live, if you got nothing to do on a Sunday night and you got time to kill between 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, do the math in your time zone. You know, we know you're smart. Or or if you do, you don't have the time and you go, fuck what I'm doing, listen to the show it's from 6 to 9.30 Eastern Time on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in iHeartRadio and iTunes Radio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. <laughs> like, I thought I said what you just said. Well, I mean, you know, well, you said, like, if you have time, like, like, oh, if you oh. have nothing to do. I'm like, well, if you have something to do, it, <laughs> screw it. Just listen to our show. Oh, okay. Um, well, since you have, whether you have free time or not, we do, I would like to invite you to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And don't forget, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey.